Hello again. It's been a while since I've shared a story and song with you. A lot has happened in the past few moons with the changing of the seasons from summer to now and late fall. When I shared the last story in July, the garden was green and flourishing. Today the sun is low in the sky, most of the broad leaves have fallen, and yesterday the ground was white with snow. Another change I'm getting used to is the passing of my mom. My mom had a good life, and at 88, when old age caught up with her, she moved peacefully into the spirit world. It's always sad at first when we have to say goodbye, knowing that our loved ones won't be around to hug and touch. As humans, we miss the ones we love when they move along. But also as humans, we can keep the spirit of those we love around us through stories, songs, and poems. With words, we can feel and think of them in pleasant ways that make us smile and remember. To remember my mom, I wrote a story called Grandmother. Through the story, you can get to know her, too, as a gentle, loving woman with a big, generous heart. The story is almost mostly true. Grandmother Once upon a time, there was an old lady who lived alone comfortably, tucked away in a lovely cottage by the wood. Every morning, while sitting in her favorite chair, the old lady looked out her large picture window. Right there, on the other side of the glass, was a bird feeder that the old grandmother filled with seed each and every day, rain or shine. It gave the old lady such pleasure to watch all the songbirds and squirrels who came by to feast almost within her reach. The old grandmother would never have said it aloud. She was quite sensitive to the feelings of others. But there was a pair of cardinals in particular, and all their shades of ruby-red glory, who brought immense joy to her day. On this particular morning, the old grandmother rose from her chair. She looked around her cozy cottage at all the knickknacks that brought such fond memories of days gone by. Each one was in a special place for just the right season. The old lady took a deep breath, smiled, and with a sweet sigh, she said, Well, everybody, I think it's time for me to go. The old lady walked into her bedroom, and from a small closet she picked out her favorite skirt, the one with a Scottish plaid. She was, after all, a MacDonald by birth. Moments later, the grandmother stepped out the back door of her cottage. She walked past her nicely tended flower beds, and all the blossoms turned to watch her go. When the grandmother opened and closed the gate to the old wooden fence at the back of her yard, a chipmunk scurried over. The critter looked up at the old lady and asked, Grandmother, where are you off to today? The old lady replied cheerfully, Why, Mr. Monks, what a pleasure it is to see you again, and so thoughtful of you to inquire. She then looked down the path that led into the woods. She said, Mr. Monks, I'm on a journey, you might say. Would you like to accompany me for a little bit? 
The chipmunk looked down the path. He knew it led farther than he was used to roaming, but he did not want to give up this chance to spend more time with the old grandmother. He said, I'd love to come along. Can I ride in your pocket? The old lady exclaimed, What fun! And then she made room for her friend in the fold of her skirt. Not far away, watching all of this, were the two cardinals perched on a branch. They saw the chipmunk jump into the pocket. But the birds were not alone. On the ground below them, a mama rabbit and her bunny were watching and listening too. The bunny asked his mother, Is the old grandmother always that friendly to the other creatures? The mama rabbit let out a soft, sweet chuckle. Oh, sweetie, she said, the old woman is like no other human you will ever encounter in your entire bunny life. Come on, come with me. I'll show you. Then the grandmother continued walking along the path with the chipmunk riding happily in her pocket. The two rabbits hopped along behind while the cardinals flew up ahead. The birds knew the place where the old friend would stop soon. Over the years, the cardinals came to know this one spot where the old grandmother loved to stand quietly and breathe deeply. The old lady meandered along until she stopped to catch her breath at this special place. It was here on the forest floor that the hues of brown and gold from all the fallen leaves over the years blended with the deep green carpet of moss. Delicate wildflowers with lots of colors poked out above the green. But it was here also that a couple of hungry mosquitoes buzzed up and around the old woman. One of the mosquitoes landed on her arm. The mama rabbit, who was resting and watching with her bunny, whispered, Okay, this is what I was telling you about. Watch what happens. The bunny watched, expecting the old lady to quickly raise her hand to squat and squash the mosquito. But that did not happen. Instead, the bunny watched as the mosquito drew the old lady's blood through the tiny straw-like proboscis that the mosquito poked into her skin. The bunny watched, amazed that the old lady just stood there, absolutely still, looking around as if she were in the most pleasant and peaceful place in the world. The bunny was quite aware that any normal creature would have squashed that mosquito in two twos. Finally, the bunny asked his mother, Mama, how come the grandmother just stands still and lets that mosquito drink her blood when she knows that the mosquito bite is going to make her itch and itch and scratch and scratch and scratch some more? The mother rabbit said reverently, Sweetie, that old lady is the kindest creature with two feet you'll ever know. Now when the mosquito was finished and flew off, the old lady waved and called, Goodbye, my tiny flying friend. Hope your little tummy is full or full. Then the old grandmother continued on her way. Up ahead, a string of ants was busy carrying the remnants of a dead grasshopper across the path. 
one of the more industrious ants struggled, pulling and dragging one of the grasshopper's spiny legs that was twice her size. At the pace the ant was pulling, and at the pace the old lady was walking, it was all too clear to anyone watching that within moments the old lady's shoe would come down, smack dab right on top of the hard-working ant. One of the other ants, who was farther back in the line, saw what was going to happen. He quickly dropped the part of the grasshopper's wing that he was carrying. He scrambled forward as fast as his six tiny legs could move, but then he accidentally bumped into the ant in front of him. That ant, taken by surprise, blurted impatiently, Hey, watch it. Where are you going? The ant replied gravely, Look! That old human coming is going to step on our sister. I have to warn her. The other ant saw who was approaching. He saw that it was the old grandmother. And then it said, Calm down. Take it easy. That's the old grandmother. She won't step on us. She would not hurt a flea. I promise. The other ant wasn't so sure. He said, What makes you so sure this human won't step on us like all the others? They don't care if they step on ants or not. The ant looked back at the path and saw his sister still in the middle. He saw the old woman getting closer and closer, and then the old woman's shoes came to a stop just in time. The grandmother bent down. She saw the ant struggling with the big grasshopper leg. The old lady said to the industrious ant, Good gracious, what a hard worker you are. Why, you must be exhausted carrying that great big leg all by yourself. Now, if you had been there, being still and listening quietly, you would have heard one tiny ant voice say, Told you. When the last of the caravan of ants had crossed the path, the old lady stood and went on her way. It was not long before the old grandmother reached the place where the path through the shaded woods opened onto a broad, sunlit hayfield high on a hillside. The old woman let her gaze take in the view of the distant valleys and ridges as far as her eyes could see. This is where she often walked to let all of Mother Nature's wonder rekindle her spirit. The mama rabbit and her bunny hopped up to the edge of the wood, too. The chipmunk jumped out of the old lady's pocket, and a woodchuck ambled from the field over to the edge to accompany them. The cardinals flew up and perched where they, too, could enjoy the view and be close to their friend close enough to see her face. The old grandmother looked around at the critters by her feet and up at the cardinals perched not far from her shoulder. Her face brightened with a sweet smile. She told all of them, Thank you for being my friends. It's time for me to go now. I know and I hope that I'll see you all again. The old woman then stepped into the sunlit field and she was gone. The bunny was completely taken by surprise. He asked his mother, Mama, where did she go? 
Where did the old grandmother go? I don't see her. Where is she? The mama rabbit replied, Oh, sweetie, she's out there. We can see her. We'll see her in the petals of the wildflowers. She's in those woods across the way now, where spring snow lies hidden in soft shadows. She's in the rivulets that feed the stream in the valley bottom. The chipmunk said, She's the best human ever lives. After a few quiet moments, when all the critters turned and headed back home, a sly old fox stepped out from behind a tree. He had been watching and listening to everything. He had known the old grandmother for most of his life. Many times he followed her surreptitiously to this place, but he always suspected that the old grandmother knew he was there. He knew she just pretended not to see him so he could go on feeling that he was sly. The fox thought about the old grandmother and her ways. He contemplated what the mother rabbit had told her bunny. He even considered what the chipmunk had said. But the fox was an agnostic. There were lots of things he questioned and wasn't so sure about. So before the fox turned to run back into the woods, he was hungry. He looked out across the valley one more time. Was it really possible that the old grandmother was out there now, one with the trees, the rocks, and the wind? The fox said to himself, Well, it makes you wonder. One of the special things about moms is that as they grow older, their kids do too. And if everything goes according to nature's plan, at some point, grandchildren are going to come along. When my boys were born, my wife and I, as soon as we could, we introduced them to their grandparents. As you can tell from the story, Grandmother, my boys were pretty lucky with their grandmother. One day, I wanted to write a song, and for some reason, I got to thinking about babies. Because while a baby can make all kinds of noises, until they can talk, we don't know what's going on inside their heads. We do know that like any other human, there are things babies don't like and things that make them happy. Well, here's a jazzy little tune of what a baby might sing about if they could. It's called, I Like It. I like it when my daddy takes me out at night. He shows me owls and bats and earthworms the sides. I like it when my daddy puts me up on high. High up on his shoulders, I can feel the sky. Do 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 ba do da 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 dee da bum. Ba da dum ba da 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 dee da dum. Dee da dum ba da 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 dee da dum. I like it when my mama takes me for a walk. She whistles to the birds so I can hear them talk. I like it when she tells me that I'm in for a hug. But if I misbehave, she'll squish me like a bug. Do do wop ba dee da dum ba dee da 
I like it when I wake up from my nap. I like it when I sit in my grandmom's lap. I like it when my granddad says that I will go far if I don't foul up and walk in front of a car. I like it when I smell the petals of a rose, when all the scents of wildflowers go up my nose. I like it when I see a warbler build her nest. I like to squish mud all over my chest. I'm a baby and that's what I like.